Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Glow Girl. We're a weekly podcast where we talk about woo and wellness and making our way in this wild world. I'm Tracy White, as always, and I have a very special guest here with me tonight. Uh, Tonight, I'm joined by Joe Figueres, owner of the Woke Studio and the Woke Akashic uh, Facebook group. Uh, Joe is an Akashic reader a clairvoyant medium and clairaudient channel um, and all around a spiritual badass. And she is going to hopefully explain what all of those words meant because I am hearing some of them for the first time in my life. Um, But Joe, thank you so much for being here today. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited. Yes, me too. I have so many questions for you. Um, We have never had a guest on Glow Girl who does all of the things that you do and it is just fascinating to me I know that we have a lot of listeners who probably uh you know have heard of mediumship and you know have a sort of idea about maybe like a psychic or something like that and and you know so we want to kind of know a little bit more about um what you do um Joe and I were introduced through a friend of the pod, Amy, and um, I just felt like for a while I joined uh, Joe's Facebook group, which is uh, called the Woke Akashic, and uh, we were just sort of, it's like we were orbiting each other a little bit for a while. I, you know, I was very interested, but I wasn't really sure how to jump into anything that was happening. Um, and then a few weeks back, I uh, was able to meet with Joe for a reading you guys listen I was like shooketh as the kids say I don't I don't know like there were so many things that made so much sense and it was just like I mean like this lady knows things you guys she she knows all the things so I mean it's fascinating to me and this is such a valuable um you know gift that you have and I just wanted to share it with uh you know with our friends here at glow girl so um, Joe, we're going to get into like the dirty details a little bit more, um, after the break. Uh, but can you tell me just like a little bit about what it is, what all do you do? What all do you offer to clients? Oh gosh. Um, well, you know what I find that I, the people that I work with are people that are seeking a little bit of clarity, right? In their life, they're feeling stuck. They're feeling like, oh, uh, you know, what direction should I go in? They just need clarity. They need clarity on their path forward. And, you know, I've just been blessed with the ability to help them navigate that, you know, um, using the Akasha, the Akashic records, their soul blueprint. Um, so, that's just sort of the gist of the people that I work with. It's, it's not really so much. Can you tell me about my future love life or, you know, anything like that? It's more, uh, you know, this is what I want to do with my life, but I feel like I don't know how to get there. Can you help me get there? Okay. Okay. All of that sounds uh, familiar to me too. Um, I, when I talk to people about their, um, their astrological chart, most of the time, those questions are the same ones. So this yeah. makes a lot of sense. Okay. Okay. That is very cool. I'm super excited to dig in a little bit deeper on that. Um, last week we had um, on the show um, a friend of the pod, April, from the still room down in Florida. And we talked about um, Samhain and Halloween and the like thinning of the veils. So it seems like talking about this is like this timing is perfect because the show is going to air um, just before Halloween. So um, are you busier this time of year when it seems like there are maybe more spirits around us? You know, typically maybe last year I was because I had the brick and mortar this year, not so much um, just because people are sort of acclimating. I'm trying to get my foot in the door in the Portland uh, metaphysical community, but I still want to nurture, you know, my um, Lansing metaphysical community. So um, I am a little bit slower right now, 
Um, okay. But listen, on an unrelated note, I am actually doing my first like Samhain witch casting like a circle with, I moved here and I'm not kidding, my, my neighbor is a witch. She's a white witch, right? You know, she's all about, you know, paganism and the earth and the four, but um, we just instantly connected and she's like, do you want to do this thing on Halloween? And I'm like, yes. That sounds amazing. That's the dream, right? You move, you move from the Midwest to Portland, which is already inherently like a, like a, I mean, I don't want to say spooky, but it's, it's a weird, yeah, it is weird in the best way. That's what Portland is known for, right? Yep. Yep. Weird. And yes. And so moving in next door to someone who can, you know, kind of get you into all of that goodness. That's exciting. It's very Very cool. Very cool. Okay. Um, Okay, perfect. So um, then after the break, what we'll do is we'll talk about all of that. um, Talk about, you know, how you commune with the spirits, kind of how you bring, you know, the the tools and the gifts that you have in and, um, you know, how this type of information can help us. Um, But first, you guys know how we do. We're going to do a little bit of the weekly astrology. Um, the last, I mean, I want to say the last few weeks, but I mean, it's really been like the last few months have felt like very doomy. <laughs> and I know we're coming up on an election. I mean, by the time this show airs, we will be just a few days away from an election. And the next show, uh, the following Wednesday will take place after the election has happened. And so this is it. This is the show. This is the show before an election. Um, we have, we're in Scorpio season now. We're officially all the way into Scorpio season. Sun in Scorpio is um, that energy of things coming up from the dark, things coming to light and uh, digging for information. And I mean, this whole year has really felt like that. Um, we're going to be seeing that energy. We're going to be seeing that sort of um, skeletons coming out of the closet kind of energy. This week is going to be, you know, there's always something the week before an election, there's always something. And so I would say pay attention and watch, but I don't think you're going to have to pay attention. I think it's going to be right out there. I don't think this is going to be something you're going to have to dig for. Um, The biggest thing, astrologically speaking, that is happening this next week is the Taurus blue moon, the Taurus full moon that's happening um, on Halloween day, on Samhain, on the 31st. So the blue moon um, we talked about last week, a blue moon is just the second full moon that you have in a month, which is an unusual thing. Um, A full moon is already intense. A full moon is already emotional. Um, This full moon, a blue moon in Taurus, already an unusual energy. We also have some aspects to this moon by um, Uranus, which makes for an energy of like unexpected things happening. Um, I've heard it described like a lightning strike. Like it's, it's just unexpected. Sometimes it could be destructive. Sometimes it might not be, but it's just things you don't expect may happen on that day Um, with all that amplified emotion, with all that intensity of the veils being thin, Halloween, Samhain, blue moon, full moon, that Taurus energy really just wants us to stay in. Um, And, or if you're going to be out, just be cautious, be careful. Don't, don't take a lot of chances that day, Um, especially that evening. So this is, um, like I said, I, I don't, you know, I'm trying not to scare anybody or anything like that. Just unexpected full moon energy. So just kind of take it easy on uh, on the 31st. Um, now, backtracking a couple days. So on the 27th, which is, I have to look at a calendar because I don't keep track of what the days of the week are anymore. So Tuesday. So you're probably already, uh, by the time you're hearing this, this is already happening. But on Tuesday, the 27th, we have Mercury, which Mercury is in retrograde. Mercury is retrograde, so moving backwards right now from Scorpio into Libra. On the 27th, we have Mercury moving 
backwards into Libra, and we have Venus moving forwards out of Virgo into Libra. So Mercury and Venus are both going to be hitting Libra on Tuesday. Both of those planets hitting there. So Mercury in Libra, it's okay. It's an okay energy. It's already retrograde. It's not super. It, it's not really much to bark at. It's not a huge deal. But Venus really loves to be in Libra. Venus in Libra is like beautiful. Like my values are on my sleeve. My heart is on my sleeve. That's a, that's a really beautiful, also like a justice focused energy. So uh, we're recording this on Monday night. Um, as we speak, I think there is a um, Supreme Court justice vote happening. I'll be really interested to see how this um, energy of justice kind of comes into play tomorrow. Uh, not looking forward to some of that, but we'll just see how it goes down. So just be aware that this, you know, Mercury and Venus in Libra energy on Tuesday is kind of going to be at its strongest. Mercury will continue backtracking into Libra until the third, start moving forward on the third on um, election day here in the U.S. Now, as I have said one million times, and I'm just going to say it again because I am nothing if not your mom, apparently. So we are voting. We are planning for our voting. We are packing a chair if we have to, to sit in, uh, an umbrella, snacks, put your snacks in your like extra mask, take a pen. I don't know. Just pack your purse full of everything that you might need to wait in line for an entire day if you're voting on election day. Um, if you have the option to early vote, please do that. Um, I don't love the astrological energy of election day. And it just feels like it's going to be a bad idea to be at the polls that day, unless you absolutely have to um, try to do it early if you can. Um, as we always say about Mercury retrograde, don't be scared, be prepared. So plan ahead, make sure that your car has gas in it. Don't wait till the last minute to leave. Don't Take any extra chances, just plan ahead, have a plan B, maybe phone a friend and have a plan C if you need to, but um, get out there and vote. And then, yeah, we, we got to do it. Um, yes, we do. Uh, other than the full moon and election day, which is coming, um, we don't have a lot of, we don't have a lot of big stuff. There's, you know, there's the sort of spooky Scorpio unexpected energy. There's the full moon of, you know, intensity. And, you know, then we have our sort of justice feelings, um, you know, with uh, Venus moving into Libra. And I think all of that is going to be enough to get us through the other things that are happening that, happening that may not be um, astrologically related. So um, I guess my main message for this week is just to slow down, you know, um, slow, take it easy, make a plan for everything you do. And um, yeah, we will uh, have to, I may not be able to record this podcast until I know if there is an election outcome on Tuesday. I usually try to record on Mondays. We'll see. We'll see. I have to talk to Miss Producer Meredith about that and see what she thinks. Um, but that's the, um, that's the astrology for the week. It's, you know, it's not as intense as it's been, uh, but I think there's going to be plenty out there that's going to be helping with that intensity around here, especially in the U.S. this next week. So, um, okay, cool. Let's take a super quick break. I'm going to tell you about our episode sponsor, Curology, and then we will be right back to talk with Joe about all of her very cool gifts. Okay. Guys, I used to think my skin goals were unattainable. I am aging, uh, unfortunately. Drugstore products just don't work for me anymore, and I don't know how to choose what's best for my skin. Dermatologists can be expensive, and in pandemic world, they can even be hard to get into sometimes. Thankfully, I found Curology. Whether you're trying to take control of acne or if acne is no longer a top skin concern and you're like me, dealing with fine lines, dark spots, occasional breakouts, or clogged pores, Curology will customize a prescription formula with three active ingredients picked for you to tackle your skincare needs. I'm at that weird age where I sometimes get breakouts, but I also have these fine lines that won't budge with drugstore products. 
I also have large pores and I want help with that so that my makeup looks nice when I wear it and my skin looks clear when I don't, which honestly is a lot. To get your treatment plan, all you have to do is start by answering questions online about your skin and then you send in a couple of selfies to Curology. Next, Curology matches you with a licensed dermatology provider who gets to know your skin and if it's a good fit, you'll get a customized prescription cream to address your acne, fine lines, dark spots, and more. For me, it was super easy. The online process was extremely thorough, and I really liked the part where you could send in selfies to highlight the problem areas. Uh, then Curology just sets you up with a personalized treatment plan and ships your custom formula right to your door. My personalized treatment plan includes a cleanser and moisturizer chosen just for me, and then, like I said, a custom prescription formula put together by licensed dermatology providers that targets the exact issues I am struggling with. Since I started Curology, I've noticed a huge reduction in the size of my pores, and I'm starting to see those little age spots. They're right here along my cheekbones and those fine lines right along my eyes, uh, starting to get smaller and finer every day. I've never seen results like this using drugstore products, I can tell you that. So if you wanna take control of acne, dark spots, breakouts, or whatever your unique concerns may be with a powerful skincare treatment made for you today, just go to curology.com slash glowgirl for a free 30-day trial. Just pay shipping and handling. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash glowgirl to unlock your free 30-day trial. See curology.com for all the details. Okay, guys, um, let's talk to Joe about so many things. I'm so excited to have this conversation. So what I guess I want to know first is, Joe, how did you, well, tell us about your journey to spirituality. Like, how did you get to this place where you are this sort of spiritual person who's offer, who's able to offer readings and able to help clients like an actual professional you know medium I don't I you know I don't know what title I would call you but you know you're doing you're doing this work that people see on tv and movies and it's fascinating how did you get here um gosh you know what I quit the corporate world I, that let's that's really how it all started um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've been an empath, a sensitive my entire life, but you know, when you're not taught what your what your abilities are, what your gifts are, you think they're just like character flaws or, you know, I'm just really socially awkward or how come I get so weird or feel so funny around certain situations or energy. So, um, you know, that took some getting out of and then, um, yeah, my background is, is marketing and um, PR, graphic design, all of that. And I was at this really, this great corporate job. It really was, it was one of those companies that you just don't leave. Um, you know, they had unlimited vacation and I mean, it was, it was, a, it was ridiculous to leave. But every day I would go in and I was so dissatisfied. And I just remember thinking, you know, when I was writing content or, you know, creating, you know, um, you know, collateral or whatever it is, I was thinking I could be doing this for my own business. And then finally, I just got to a point where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I, I, I legitimately, and it wasn't just about going in into the job anymore. It was no, not only can I not do that any longer, but I also, I cannot go through one more job search, one more resume upgrade. I mean, there were, I just did not physically have it in me and I just decided I'm, I'm done. And, uh, yeah, so I took that leap and I jumped before I knew the net was there and I landed in a net um, and I was given the opportunity of a severance package for like six months where I continued to get a paycheck and benefits. Um, that's how great the company is. Wow. Um, yeah. And so I took that opportunity to um, do all the things, right? I opened up my LLC and, um, you know, did all of my branding, um, you know, my define my demographics, my business plan, all that stuff. And um, just I was I worked out of my house for like two years. So. Wow. That's fascinating. I, you know, you, I swear in this, with this podcast and in talking to other people, I, I'm telling you, it's always, I had this great job 
and I just couldn't anymore. Mm-hmm. And then someone jumps and that's just how <laughs> it feels like that's always how it starts. It's always how it starts. And the thing is, is that we can't, that's the thing about faith. And that's the thing about being supported by the universe. We think I have to have all of these things in place. And then once I do, then I'll make that big leap of faith. And that's kind of not how it works for everybody. It does work that way for some people, but for those of us that are here for spiritual growth in ways that are, you know, where we have to, you know, close our eyes and then take that leap. That's not how it is. And so that's what I had to do. I mean, it would take all night to tell you all of the cool synchronicities that I experienced as a result. It was just every time I took a step forward, there was solid ground on which to land. And it, it's just it's just that consistency of knowing that you're supported by the universe and you're just like you gain that faith and you're like okay I have faith in myself I have tr- trust in my own journey and my own decisions and um, I can pretty much do anything I want I just have to make sure that I it's what I want so okay that's okay well that's all fantastic um, I feel like we hear that from a lot of people um, you know just that it it had to be the right time and sometimes it doesn't you don't know it's the right time until it's happening to you. So, um, so can you tell me what types of gifts you have? Like what type of, you know, what's your practice like? I am a clear. So when I work with people with intuitive development, what we do is we try to identify their two strongest gifts. Okay. But, um, everybody has a little bit of everything. So my strongest gifts are um, probably clairvoyance in my, where I I can close my eyes and I just see pictures and um, images in my mind's eye. Um, But then also clairaudience, which means I can actually hear my spirit guides or people that have crossed over. I can hear Um, I can even hear sometimes like nonverbal. So like um, one of my clients had an autistic brother who was nonverbal. So I was able to communicate with him. And then also people that are in like coma, um, you know, they're in that sort of between state. Um, I can actually hear them. And then I'm a channel. So um, when I want to, I can just grab paper or a pen or just start typing and then just stuff comes through. So that's really how I communicate. Honestly, it's all science. It really is. It all breaks down to science. It's just, it, it's got this like woo sort of, you know, um, aspect to it. And people are like, you know, they're afraid of it and all these things, but I'm a Capricorn. So I, I'm a very logical and I'm like, oh, you know, this, there has to be an answer, a logical answer for this. So yes, you have to have woo, but grounded. I get it. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay. So how did you find out that these were things that you could do? How did you find out that you could hear spirit guides? Mm. Trust, trusting myself, practice. I remember I saw a medium, um, I don't know, it was back when I first started right after I had my awakening and she could do all these amazing things. And I'm like, I want to do what you do. How do I do that? And she just said to me, you'll be able to. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a crap answer because... (laughs) That's not like I want tangible steps. I want a process. Um, and then, you know, I just started reading. I started reading tarot and Oracle. I started doing readings for other people. I started working with other people. I actually started out working with other people on for shadow, um, you know, their shadow, um, you know, helping people. What is the shadow? What is shadow work? That sort of thing. Started out there and then I moved into programs and then classes and workshops. And then eventually I started teaching people. So honestly, it was the doing, the practicing every single day. So I tell people, if you want to be, if you want to do what I do, you have to do it every single day with consistency um, and you have to learn how to trust yourself. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. Every, every, even the science out there says, if you, if there's anything that you want to do, you have to do it. in order to be able to do it. It turns out you have to do it to do it. So, okay. Um, All right. So you said you had a spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. Now, was that when you, was that when you left your job or did something happen? No, that was the dark night of the soul. And as 
dark nights often do they involve some you know ratchet man so <laughs> why is it always a man this <laughs> is always a man isn't it um yeah no i remember it was it was it, i remember it clearly it's um i was sitting in my living room and my boyfriend and i had recently broken up he freaking broke my heart um i hated my job this was the job before um before that one um and i my relationships were all crappy right my friendships were on crappy ground like honestly i was really miserable and to be honest i was just i was sitting on my couch and i just remember thinking this isn't how life is supposed to be at this age right at this age i'm supposed to have kids in a minivan and you know i mean that's never my thing anyway but you know society says you have to have all these things okay. um and I, and I was sitting on my couch and I was just miserable. And I'm not kidding. I, I was contemplating like, is this how people decide to check out? You know, is this what it is? And um, it was the craziest thing. It was just all of a sudden I um, heard for the first time Claire audiently. I heard it as clear as a bell. And they said to me, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And then I just remember like sitting up because I was like slumped in my couch, right? You know, all miserable and depressed. And um, and I remember sitting up on the edge of the couch and I was like, oh, and then it just clicked. Just, it just, it was the craziest thing. It just clicked. And that was my sort of, I guess you'd call it my, my pseudo awakening. Yeah. Um, in that light moment, bulb. I knew yeah, that was my light bulb moment. And in that moment, I knew I was exactly where I was supposed to be. Everything was okay. I was not going to check out and I needed to get my, you know, butt up off the couch and figure it out um, instead of just sitting there in my misery. So, um, and that's, I remember I went back to my office and I opened up um, a notepad and I just started writing. And so of course, later on, that's how I knew that I was a clairvoyant or um, um, a channel because automatic writing is something that you know, um, channels do. And um, yeah. And then just this wisdom came, uh, was on these pages and I was like, what is this trickery? <laughs> How did this come from me? Okay. Yeah, but it didn't. Yeah. It, yeah. That's okay. So that's fascinating. Um, okay. So you, when you do readings for clients, these are, these are sort of the things that you bring to the readings. I know that when you uh when you and i met um you know we we talked a little bit about spirit guides we talked a little bit about um you have some i mean you are obviously proficient in tarot um you have some proficiency with numerology a little bit too which i which i don't know a lot about but it is the more that i learn about it the more fascinating it is to me so cool it is very cool. Okay. So that is definitely something I want to talk more about another time too, just because numerology with an, and astrology are so interrelated and tarot, they're sort of all cousins, I think. And, yes. you know, yes. so it's a very cool. Um, so tell me about the Akashic record. I, I hadn't really heard this term before, I, I don't think, um, before you and I met. And I know a lot of our listeners probably have never heard this before. What is it and how do you use it? So if you Google, you know, Akashic records, a lot of times the, um, you know, sort of uh, there's a word that is escaping me, but you'll see a library. A lot of people refer to it as, you know, the, the library, um, the Akashic library, that sort of thing. Um, honestly, it, for me, it's an energy. And so how this all came about was I've always wanted to learn the Akashic records. I didn't really know what it was either. I just knew that for some reason, the term sort of vibed with me. And this was for years. Um, and every single time I would try to sign up for a class or get a book, the class would get canceled. The book was so stinking boring, I couldn't get through the first 
paragraph. There was always something. I would find an instructor and the instructor wouldn't wouldn't return my calls, right? Or my email, um, you know, so I was like, that's it. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm just not meant to learn the Akasha. I'm just gonna focus on something else. And then um, I was trading with one of my really good friends who is a, a, an amazing channel. She's just really talented. Um, I was trading with her one day and I woke up and my ears were plugged. And I said to her, I said, Jane, I don't think that I can make the meeting because um, you know, my ears are plugged and she's like, Oh, hold on a minute. And she's, you know, she did her, you know, hmm, you know, <laughs> like computing little computer, you know, type thing. And she's like, Oh, you're getting a new ability. Um, and I'm like, what? And um, she's like, yeah, hold on. Oh, you're going to learn the Akashic records. And I'm like, I'll be over in five minutes. <laughs> like, like I got in my car and I hauled ass to Okemos and um, I, you know, I, I walked in her apartment and I'm like, what's happening? Tell me what's happening. Um, long story short, um, I thought I was going to sign up for a class or get a book or something. And she's like, no, you're going to channel this. And I'm like, no, I do. Like, what are you kidding me? I'm going to mess it up. I don't know what I'm doing. This is bunk. And, um, you know, I had no, what, what do you mean I'm going to channel it? I'm not kidding you. Like for the next four nights, I would sit down um, at my type or at my computer um, and it just flowed out of me. The, um, I learned about the history. I learned about like um, um, Arcturians. I learned about um, you know, what the Akasha is, that it's a dimension. It's not necessarily a book. Um, I learned all of that. I learned how to access it um, and then also how to teach it. So I started out doing readings for people, um, you know, just, I said, you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach this. So I got to start out. I have to learn this. I did it for a year. I did readings for people for a year and then I taught it. So to how it's different from a psychic reading or a medium reading um, or a tarot reading is that I, um, I I close my eyes, I say this prayer. The prayer sort of opens up the energy. I don't know how to describe it more than that. It's just that I feel like this bubble of really lovely light just settles around me. Um, I'll say the prayer and then um, I'll get past lives. So they'll tell me, why is this person here? And, and I'll say, what is the basis of our reading? What are we sitting down here to talk about? And then they'll show me a past life or they'll show me several past lives that directly relate to the issues. And then I'll write that down. And then I'll talk to my client and eventually we'll connect the two. Um, and then I'll take them through numerology because numerology actually is what helps them find their purpose, right? Their path. A life path isn't, um, it's not, it's not an occupation. It is like this sort of specific set of characteristics that you have to have present you're here kind of. Yes. Yeah. In order to be in the flow and on the path, um, you know, and then there's a mix of clairvoyance in there. Um, there's a mix of medium, medium, um, mediumistic abilities in there because loved ones are opportunists and they'll step forward. If I'm connected, they'll be like, Hey, we want to give, you know, we want to give Tracy a message, tell her this, you know, um, it, it's just a mix of everything. There's really, and I do it completely different than the next Akashic reader. And then the next Akashic reader, we all do it totally different. Okay. Okay. I love this idea of like the spiritual grab bag. Like yeah, yeah. you don't know what you might, you don't know what, what amounts of what you might need for each person that comes across your desk, you know, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, I just actually changed all of my readings um, to just be that a grab bag. We mm -hmm. just sit down one-on-one -on -one and whatever happens, happens, whatever comes out instead of having all these very specific readings. I was like, that's just a waste of time. That's, I mean, that's a pretty big step for an earth sign to say, let's go off the, let's go off the, the map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's the five in me, the free spirit that's in there. That's like, screw the rules. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay. So past lives. Okay. So this one fascinated me because when, when you and I connected, I didn't know that was something that we were going to talk about. And so. Yeah getting, you know, getting a little bit of a glimpse of some of that was, you know, was, I mean, not just unexpected, but 
it's not something that I've really ever thought about, I guess, like a past life. I, I don't know. I don't know where I karmically come from. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are some astrological points in a person's birth chart that give you some ideas of, you know, what kind of energy maybe you're you're bringing into your current existence and sort of what your direction needs to be going forward uh, karmically. But, you know, to have some of that fleshed out was fascinating. Is that something yeah. that, you know, that you're able to kind of bring to everybody that you read for? Yeah, it, it's it's come to be that. Um, I've always been, had this fascination with past lives and I didn't really know why. Um, and again, you know, past life regression, hypnosis, anytime I would try that, it would never work. And I'm like, all right, once again, I'm not meant to do this. Um, but once I started reading the Akasha, they just started coming to me. And um, past lives are like probably the most consistent thing that, that they come with. Every single person who books a reading with me the reason that they're in front of me is based on a past life. And it all ties into your soul blueprint, right? Why are you coming to me feeling stuck and out of alignment? Well, let's look at your soul blueprint. What are, what is your, what are you, where are you off path, right? And then I say to spirit, show me where they first, first developed this issue, tendency, circumstance, situation, what was the first life that they did that? And it's always a past life because issues and circumstances, karma, all of those things that we accrue in one life, if we don't balance it, it carries forward and forward and forward and forward. And so when people meet with me, they're ready to balance that karma. They're done. They've had it. They're like, all right, I'm done dealing with this nonsense over and over and over. And it's always based in a past life. It's the coolest thing. That is, that is great. When you say, okay, so when you say soul blueprint, the, like, I get this mental image of the actual, like, circular zodiac chart, a birth chart. Yes. Because it is almost like, I mean, after having met with you for a reading, it's almost like astrology, your blue, your birth chart is almost like a, sort of like a foundation, sort of like a you know, like the basement that the house is built on and the, and what you're doing is like the walls, like it just fills it all in and gives you more of an image of, you know, what your whole presence is, it is and why you're kind of here. So yes. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, I've always, I've always sort of wished that I could give somebody a picture of their blueprint, right? There's no programs out there, you know, there's, there's really nothing out there. And so that makes total sense, you know? Um, So that's something we should collaborate on and like, see if we can, you know, take this random person that neither of us know, do their astrology chart and then fill it in with the Akasha and see, and that would be their soul blueprint. So contained in the soul blueprint also is all of our karmic relationships, right? So when we incarnate, we make contracts with other souls. Will you be my friend? Will you be my husband? Will you be my child? That sort of thing. So those soul contracts are actually based in groups of people. You have your soul family um, and then you have your soul group. The family doesn't necessarily mean mean mom or dad. They're just that group of souls that you incarnate with over and over and over. And they, they are your family. They feel like your family. Okay. Yeah. So that, that makes sense to me because sometimes there are just people in your life that you feel like, I I know that I have known you and I don't know why. Um, I actually had that same, that same weirdness with, um, when I met, I didn't meet my husband first. I met his twin brother first. And when I met his twin brother, I, I spent and I mean, it was completely random. And I spent hours trying to talk to him and figure out where he had been in his whole life that I had met him before and nothing matched. We did, we had never met before and down the road, you know, we became friends. And then I met his brother who I then, then it made sense a little bit. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't spiritually in a place where I am now. So I didn't, I didn't connect those things, but you know, I knew him and I knew there was a reason that I had to, I was drawn to that situation. I had to get to it. I had to figure out why. And I mean, obviously I, you know, we've been married now, I think 
uh, I don't know, a lot of years, 13 <laughs> seems like a lot. Um, but you know, we, we knew each other. We just yeah. needed to, that orbit just needed to kind of reach the point where it connected. So, you know, I definitely, yes. you have, and you have friends like that sometimes too, where it's like, yeah. you know, there, there, maybe there's a friend that you've had, you know, for your whole life and, you know, and this person, you know, you're close to this person. And then one day you just meet somebody randomly, maybe somebody in an internet group who you've never actually met in person. And this person is just like instantly your soul connection person. Yep. You, I mean, you have to be friends with this person. You know, you're meant to be together somehow. There's more to this relationship than you, than you understand. So, you know, I've definitely felt that. And then in synchronicities bring us together, right? The energy of, of synchronicities, you know, we have all these relationships. Some of them are catalytic relationships. You know, we meet these people because they're meant to create this catalyst in our life that sends us down our path mm -hmm. in alignment where maybe before we weren't headed that way. Um, but yeah, so, you know, when you meet somebody from your soul group or your soul family, like there is that instant, I know you, I don't know how I know you, but there you are. Finally, there you are. Yeah. You recognize something about that person, even though this maybe is the first time you've, you've met the person. Yes. So, um, yes. yeah, that is, that is fascinating to me. And I know, you know, people have said that about, you know, even about like their children, mm -hmm. Yeah. Know? Um, and I know that's something that we talked about in the reading that you did for me, that my daughter is somebody who has been always in my soul family. And it's like, okay, this actually makes a lot of sense. I feel like she actually might actually be me. She's like fragmented off of me somehow and is even more intense. So that's a lot. <laughs> So, but that was good to know. That was a good thing to know. What a little firecracker that one is. This biggest personality and just like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Zero fear. No fear. No self, no self-preservation skills. This, I mean, I'm, I'm here because I need to protect her from herself at this point. So we're working on that. But, um, okay. So I, okay. So I, I have more questions here too. When someone comes to you who uh, maybe has never had a reading before like this, maybe they have never even had like a tarot reading or a you know natal chart reading or anything like a palm, they've never had anything. And so if they're coming to you for the first time, um, you know, what should they, how should they prepare and what should they expect of, of your time together? You know, I tell people, bring one or two areas of your life that you want clarity on. Um, and, and that's not to say that it can't be relationships. There are plenty of people that, you know, at the end, I'll say, do you have any questions? And they'll be like, I do have one more question, right? After they've got the big stuff, they're like, can you tell me about my love life? And, you know, at that point, I'm like, okay, we've covered all the things that are necessary that, you know, the Capricorn in me, like this, these are the things that you must, these are what's important, not that. Right. And then I'm like, okay, fine, let's do it. Um, but one or two areas of your life that you want clarity and that you want guidance on that you just, you know, you need some answers. Um, the Akasha isn't going to answer yes or no questions there. You're not going to get, um, I'm not a, um, I'm not a, um, a fortune teller and I don't, I am a psychic, but um, I have psychic moments. I'm not that psychic who is going to tell you stuff that's going to blow your mind because I have no way of knowing. That is, um, there are different levels within, you know, these mm -hmm. abilities and gifts. Some people are just way more psychic than other people. Other people are way better channels than other people. It's not about that. It's about what, what are your specific gifts getting a little off track, but for, for new people, you know, just be open, be prepared, um, you know, um, come in, don't be scared. Don't worry about opening yourself up to ghosts or, you know, evil spirits or anything. That's, that's not the type of energy that I work with. Um, it, most don't, um, just have fun with it and yeah. really, you know, just, um, get yourself some answers. Gotcha. So, this, so what you're saying is similar to 
when I have done chart readings for people, it's not like, you know, I'm, I'm not, you're a storyteller, not a fortune teller. That's what I always yeah. tell people too. I'm, you know, I, what do you want clarity on? Because, you know, I can help you sort of find maybe where you're off that path or, you know, give you a little bit of help and direction on how to get, you know, to whatever it is that you're feeling unfulfilled in. Um, right. Find your way there. But, you know, um, I know that, I have seen some people who say, you know, well, I want to get a reading like that, you know, just so that I can see how much they know. Like they don't want to tell you anything because they want to make you guess it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not the energy to bring to anything like this. That's not, mm -hmm. it's not helpful for you, first mm -hmm. of all, to bring yeah. this gigantic energy of doubt into a situation like this. But yeah, like you said, just to be open. Yeah. Why do you want to test me? Honestly, what are you going to get from it? Why would you pay my price for testing? Right. That's just a waste of money for you. And, and the Akasha is built on the spoken word. So here's what I mean. When you speak, when you talk, you are generating energy and the Akashic or the Akasha is built on energy. The more energy that surrounds a topic or a subject or your emotions swirling, that's even more pop. The energy is even more powerful. Typically when I have a really good dialogue with people, that's when a loved one will step forward because there's enough energy there. The frequency is high enough. The loved one can step forward and I will get that it's a male or a female. I'll get the sex and I'll get um, a general feeling of the emotion that they have for the person that I'm reading for. Um, I'll say there's an energy that stepped forward. It's a male, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's when I need you to collaborate with me. Who passed over? Who are you close to? What is their name? Because as soon as I say their name, somebody will say, well, my uncle Don passed over last week. Okay. I'll say my name three, there's name three times. I don't know why it's kind of hokey, but it, it, that's what it does for me three times in my head and then boom, there's Uncle Don's face in front of my, my, in my mind's eye. And then Uncle Don will show me things so that I can give them evidence of Uncle Don, right? So okay. he'll, they'll show how he died or they'll show a condition or something. So there is evidential mediumship, but it, 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 it comes when there's trust that I'm not, that you're not trying to, to test me um, and that I'm actually giving you, I'm speaking for your loved one. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. It, you know, bringing that kind of distrustful energy into, even if, even if this is something that you're not entirely certain that you believe fully in, I mean, there's yeah. a difference between not knowing and kind of being opening open to finding out and you know being like openly distrustful so that's good to know to just i mean like you said if you're going to pay you should probably be open to it so i mean i get paid either way whether you trust me or not you know what i mean <laughs> and of course you don't want to build you don't want to build that sort of rapport with you know your clients but I, honestly i i i'm here i'm using my gifts um, I yeah. hope that you trust them. And if not, it is what it is, you know? So, um, so are there people maybe want, find, come to you and say that they have, you know, a couple of areas that they want clarity on, um, you know, are there like questions or, you know, let's say they come to you and they say, you know, I'd really like to hear from a certain relative. Is that something, you know, or is it just sort of as we're talking, you know, maybe this, maybe this person will step forward. It's not always a guarantee that, you know, you're going to have your grandmother, you know, come to you in a, in a reading like this. Right. 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 Well, I always say that spirits are opportunists and if there's an opportunity for them to be heard, they'll be there. Uh, they'll pop forward. But if there is somebody um, who specifically wants to talk to their grandma June um, or whatever, I will typically refer them out. Not because I don't trust my own mediumistic abilities, but I'm just telling you there are mediums out there that are badass that I, that I, I can refer you to that you're going to get a exactly what you need. I don't want you to book with me if you're not going to get what you need. And okay. that's why my specialty is working with people in this area. But the mediumship is just sort of something that that um, adds. Uh, it's like spice, right? But yeah, booking medium readings, 
I would rather refer you out. Okay. I really like, I really like this because it seems like if, especially if you haven't done this before, maybe you, I I've had people ask me, you know, there's so many types of readings out there. I don't know. I don't know what I want or what I need. This seems to be the answer because this is the way that you can sort of test out a lot of different options and sort of see, you know, okay, I loved that. What I really want is to, is more of a certain thing, you know, and then, you know, be able to pursue other types of, other types of readings or, um, you know, other types of gifts. Um, Yes. So when, when you talk about spirit guides, is that something that, that's something that everyone sort of has? Mm-hmm. Everybody has a spirit guide. Everybody has a team of spirit guides. Okay. So when you are um, creating your life, when you're in spirit and you're drawing up the blueprints for your life, who you're going to be, are you going to be a male or female? What race are you going to be? What family are you going to go into? That sort of thing, right? Well, you, you're also, we're also not coming here without um, just, you know, being born and then we have to figure out that we're spiritual beings. That's what these, these beings are. They're our guides. And we actually create soul contracts with them. We have a master guide. Um, think of the master guide like your um, general contractor. Okay. And then a, there's a guide assigned to different phases and times of your life. So um, for you, when you, um, you know, discovered astrology, um, there wasn't actually a guide there. And if you think back, you can think back to all of the synchronicities that led you there. And it's like, oh, you know, we're supported by the universe. That's what I mean by we're supported by the universe. There are beings that support us and guide us and nudge us and create little opportunities for us that we have to take action on. And so that's what spirit guides are. Okay. And so are you're at, when someone has a reading with you, are you then able to kind of help them, you know, identify their spirit guides are, I mean, are our spirit guides sometimes like ancestors or, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how this works. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, so I'm typically able to identify like your your master guide, the guide that you're working with, and maybe a loved one in spirit who's come over. Most people, when I work with them on intuitive development, um, they are meant to figure that out on their own because it's a part of developing yourself intuitively or developing your abilities intuitively. But I've only had a couple people, um, a couple clients where I haven't been able to identify their um, spirit guide. And it was because the spirit guide was like, you know, no, there's, that's not what we're here for. Or, you know, um, there's always these weird little reasons, but for the most part, yeah, everybody, I can get names. I, and, and I don't know why I can. Um, it's just that I just sort of expect it. Like, what is your name? Tell me your name. And then there's their name. Okay. That's very cool. Okay. So are you then, you said that you're also teaching. Um, So you're teaching people to kind of connect with their different intuitive abilities. Yep. And I do readings, intuitive readings for people. I also do intuitive development and empath development. So there is like a process. Um, And I never found this in intuitive development when I was trying to develop my abilities. So that was like, you know, I need to put something in place to help people. So first and foremost, you're an empath and you have to learn how to manage those abilities because untrained empaths, you're going around picking up other people's energy and you're just a mess. It can be a mess there. Sometimes I'll pick up stuff and I'm like, oh my God, what is this? (laughs) So first I work with you to develop Um, I'm sorry, to manage your empathic abilities, which then ultimately leads to discovering your most, um, your most predominant intuitive abilities, your clairs, and then developing a communication and a relationship with your spirit guides. And then from there, that's when you go on to find your life purpose, your life path, your passion, you go on to, you know, develop those deeper gifts, like you know, um, astral travel and 
telepathy and, you know, all of those more advanced, um, higher gifts, healing, all that stuff. Okay. Perfect. I know a lot of people out there, the word empath is very much a buzzword and 2020 has been nothing but a gigantic trigger for Mm -hmm. everyone who feels like that, you know, they are an empath and, you know, are, everyone's just carrying around this weight Mm -hmm. around their neck right now. And so this is a way to kind of be able to process all of it, you know, to learn to process it and to be able to do something productive with it and helpful. Yeah. Yes, definitely. It's such a crazy time right now. I mean, you know, you know, your uh, forecast, your weekly forecast at the beginning of this podcast was just, it just went so beautifully with my weekly forecast that I posted today in my group. Um, And it's all about because this, this, this moon is so powerful. um, Spirit was like, okay, guys, it's all about radical release, not just release, radical release. So it's just because it's just so much for people these days. It's been like this for what, you know, a couple of years now where it's just constant chaos and, you know, all of that stuff. So empaths are feeling it. They're feeling it big time. And so they really need to learn how to manage the energy within their etheric field so that it's not creating havoc. So many empaths, I call them untrained empaths, are so disempowered. Listen, the empath is the most powerful person in the room. I don't know if you've seen that movie with Tom Cruise. Um, I forget what it's called, but Samantha Morton is an empath and she is just, I mean. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name name of it either, but yeah. Yes. And she's, you know, she's really powerful. And that's what an empath has the ability to do. An empath has the ability to take the energy around and transmute it. So change it. So you can, you can take a and change it into B and you know, which can lighten the load, but so many empaths are untrained. So. Okay. So yeah. An empath is, I guess the, I guess what I'm, what I keep seeing when you're saying this is not as rather than being walking around in the world, being struck by lightning bolts of other people's emotions, you can turn yourself into the lightning rod and be able to use that mm-hmm. energy and also deflect it away from you, yes. you know, when, when it's too much. So that's, yeah. I mean, that seems like a very useful life skill, actually. <laughs> exactly. And all, 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 everybody has the gift or the ability of empathy or, you know, well, most people, but um, being an empath is a little bit different. So, right. you know, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, you're either walking around absorbing it or you're going to actually transmute it. Which do you prefer? You know. Right. Okay. Well, that's I mean, that's definitely helpful. So, okay, so people out there who are listening who are like, "Yes, okay, I need this. I either need training or I need a reading or maybe both or I don't know what I need, but this lady's got it and I'm going to I'm going to talk to her." How can our friends who are listening uh, find you online. How can they book with you? What do they need to do to come at you with all of the stuff that they have? <laughs> all of the goodness. Um, well, um, my website, thewokakashic.com. Um, you can also find me at wokestudio.org. I changed the uh, my, my um, website and I just redirected it. So it'll come up, it'll say wokestudio.org, but you can get there by typing in thewokakashic.com. Okay. And we will make sure that we link that in our show notes and on our social media too. So it'll be easier for people to find. If you're just listening to this, there will be a link for you to follow for this. There's also, I have a Facebook business page, um, Woke Studio. Um, I believe that's what it's called actually. Um, it's called- I, think that's the, I think that's the one we linked to on the on the Facebook today. Yes. 
um, woke studio, woke studio. And I think it's like, yeah, woke studio. That's my Facebook, my business page. And then there's a private group, a closed group that I started that's connected with that. And that's called the woke Akashic and that you have to answer a couple questions to be able to get in and check that out. But that's really for empaths and sensitives. That's sort of your place to be yourself and talk about all the woo woo and talk about all the things and ask questions and post cool memes, you know, memes that, you know, your friends might think is weird or whatever, you know, it's, it's where you don't have to worry about being thought of as weird. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I think that's going to resonate with a lot of our listeners who are maybe looking for something, um, you know, at a little bit of a higher level for yeah. exploration, you know, um, and it's nice to have sort of a safe place to be able to talk about some of those things. We, um, we have a lot of, you know, friends of the podcast and um, people that we've talked to who have different communities for different reasons, but you know, this is something that is a little bit unique to what we've talked about so far in the existence of this, of this podcast. So that's helpful. I think that um, we're going to have a lot of people who are interested in maybe joining that group because mm-hmm. um, I like being in there. I like, I don't maybe jump in all the time, but I feel like I'm constantly learning new information and, yeah. you know, new ways of just even thinking about you know, the energies of the day and, you know, also comparing, you know, some of the things um, that are going on in the group with the things that I know about the astrology of the day or the week um, has been really interesting to me. Yeah, a lot of people join, they sort of just sit back and watch, you know, until they get enough confidence up or, um, you know, where they're like, I I feel okay joining in. I think a lot of people don't join in because they think I'm new. I don't know anything. I don't want to sound silly. I don't want to sound like I don't know what I'm talking about, you know, but oh, yeah. Um, you know, but when, when people like you join in, you know, and you'll comment on things, astro- um, you know, uh, astrology or whatever, it always sort of, it's a relief for me. Cause I'm like, Oh, you know, it's a relief because I know that we're putting good forth, good information because I'm not the only intuitive in the group. I'm not the only talented one in the group. That group is made up of about 800 people that have abilities in some form or another, or want to. And so, when people join in, it becomes more of a collective and we just get a richer diversity of information, resources, help, support, sisterhood, brotherhood, you know, all that stuff. Perfect. I love that. And, and I've, as I've seen people saying a lot lately in different, this message just keeps coming from different places in my, in my life lately, you know, it's really only a community. If you go in expecting to both give and receive. So you know, everybody can bring something, you know, even if, even if all you feel like you're bringing in is questions, right. Those, those might be questions that somebody else is thinking and just didn't have the courage to ask. Yes. Yes. So. And then you'll have five different people that answer. And you just, like I said, you get this richness. One of the other things too, I just, I haven't launched this yet, but if you go on my website, you'll see a little tab where it says to uplevel your business. So here in Portland, I've decided to make my focus working with um, professionals like yourself, um, you know, astrologers, psychics, mediums, healers, intuitives, um, to help them look at their business. Um, I'm going to use my marketing background and, um, you know, um, the Akashic records and, you know, um, my, my skills with the soul blueprint and numerology. We're going to look at where your business is and what it's doing and what you, we need to do in order to bring it into so that it's an extension of your soul. Because once your business becomes an extension of your soul, that abundance just keeps coming in. It's like every day, you know, you're making deposits, um, you know, and it's not about the money, but it kind of is because you want that security of abundance. Yeah. That's, I mean, you got it. You got to give and receive. So this is yes. Perfect. Okay. That what you just said, we're going to talk more about that for sure. (laughs) I love that. And I think that we're going to probably have some people out there who are interested in, um, in pursuing that once that is, uh, once that is launched too. So, um, okay. So are you taking, uh, bookings for readings and things like that, um, regularly through the end of the year? Like how are you booking out right now? So people know what to expect. 
I, you know what, I, because I've been in transition, like I'm booked out this week, but then the following week I'm open. So hopefully I'll start booking out, but just go to my website and go on to intuitive readings and it gives you a little thing. It just is click it. It says book. Now it takes you to my booking site. You'll be able to pick your time slot. You pay right there. Boom. You're done. And then you'll get a confirmation with the, the link for, and we'll hook up via zoom. Um, if you're, if you have any listeners in the Portland area, as soon as COVID releases its icy grip from our throats, um, <laughs> I'm planning to find um, some a space to do one-on-one readings and also offer classes and workshops too. Ooh, that's exciting. Okay, fantastic. So, um, so Joe is in Portland, Oregon. Um, so Pacific time, depending on where you live, um, you can kind of look into bookings for that. I'm super excited uh, and. When we post everything on Wednesday this week that you guys are listening to, we will have links in the show notes so you can track down Joe and um, get your own reading uh, because I think this is going to be great for so many people. And I really hope that um, you will come back on the show and talk to us more because I feel like we're going to have so many more questions. I just Um, have. Yes, I'm excited. There's so many areas we can get into. I know you answered so many questions and I am like mentally running a list of more things to talk about, but um, we, you know, we don't want to have a two hour show tonight. So, um, okay, Joe, thank you so much for coming on this week. I'm so excited. Um, I just, I'm like energized and I feel like this is going to be, you know, such a cool hesitate to say like partnership, but I can't wait to have you come back on the show. I love, and, I love that word. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see where this all goes next. Yes. Um, Thank you for having me. What a fun hour it was. I love this. I love talking about all of this stuff and I love getting new people excited about, you know, moving forward on their past. So I appreciate you for having yeah. me on. Yeah, no problem. I'm very excited. Um, Thanks again to our friend Amy for connecting us. And um, you guys make sure to check out Joe online. You can find her at uh, The Woke Akashic and that's spelled A-K-A-S-H-I-C. If you're wondering what that word is, but again, links in the show notes. So um, thank you guys for listening this week. Um, Thank you again to Joe for being here. Um, I will see you guys all next week for a brand new episode of Glow Girl. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Glow Girl Pod. Uh, Be sure to tune into the rest of the Girls Girls Media Multiverse of Podcasts. Uh, We're on the air just about every day of the week, one of us. Uh, And then come join our Girls Girls community on Facebook. For only $2 a month, you can be part of the Girls Girls Inner Circle. You can hang out online with the funniest and friendliest women on the whole internet and probably meet your new best friends. It's just that easy. Just go to www.girlsgirlscommunity.com. Yes, you have to enter the W's to get started. Um, And our uh, friend Danielle will get you guys all linked into the group. Uh, Glow Girl is a production of Girls Girls Media and our music today is by the always amazing Breakmaster Cylinder. Shine bright, Glow Girls. Glow Girls.